Hello and welcome to Huguenhoff Podcast, episode 96. Today we are going to do thoughts inspired by the runes, but before I get into that, I wanted to do my station news stuff. So, if you want to go to my website, please feel free to do that. And that is at huguenhoff.org. That's H-U-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. If you had any questions or concerns, you can always email me. And that is at huguenhoffpodcast at gmail.com. You can find that that email address on the website. I also want to remind everybody to check out Steve's books. You can just look for Stephen Oaks on Amazon. He writes books in his spare time, so that's pretty cool. You should check them out. You can check out mine as well if you'd like to. It's called Lightbringer by Byron Rogers. It is also on Amazon. Um, I think that's it. So let's jump into the topic today. I said this is thoughts inspired by the rune, so I'm going to be going over the meaning of the rune I'm talking about quickly just to give myself some context. Then I'm going to talk about things that the rune makes me think about. So it's not exactly a rune meaning series. I did one of those earlier, and you can check it out. It is one of the earlier episodes on the website where I just go over all of them. But that's not today. So what we are doing now is Tiwas. So this is a very important rune. I mean, I guess all the runes are important, but I like this rune. Uh, and the whole thing, this is a new et. It's Tears et. Um, so this kind of has to do with the way that we interact with society, the way that we interact with people. If we remember, just... Well, I guess this is a lot my thought. Maybe you don't take this as absolutely true, but... The first step phrase at is sort of, in a lot of ways, how we interact with the world around us. And then the next at, Heimdall's at, is how we interact with our inner self, if you will. And then this at is how we interact with uh, society and family, even, I guess you'd say. Stuff like that. So this is the first one in the at. We're starting off... Tiwas, it stands for, and my website says, Sword Justice, the Just War, the Sky God, Air. And the Sky God, Tear. Um, so that's really the super simple one. It means sword, it means justice, uh, the Just War. I want to read the rune poems, though, because those are always helpful. So I'll start with the Old Norse. It says... Tyr is a one-handed god, often has the smith to blow. Um, that second line, I think, referring to the fact that he is the sword god. He's connected with a sword. And it says Tyr is a one-handed god. So first of all, it's mentioning that Tyr is important here, who is, of course, a god of justice, a god of sacrifice. And it's saying he's a one-handed god, partially because that's a kinning, and that's how... Um, Norse poetry does things a lot, but partially he is a one-handed god because he sacrificed his hand for the good of his people to the wolf. So it's um, bringing up that sacrifice. So let's read the Icelandic rune poem. La-di-da, where is it? Here it is. Tyr, god with one hand and leavings of the wolf and prince of temples. Okay, again, leavings of the wolf is... Because the story I think everyone's familiar with, but when they were binding the wolf, Tyr put his hand in the wolf's mouth to calm him and let him bind it, and then the wolf bit it off, which Tyr knew was going to happen. So it's sort of like he sacrificed his hand to keep his people safe. All right, in the Anglo-Saxon room poem. 
two two is a guiding star well does it keep faith with princes with princes it is ever on its course over the mists of night and never fails um so again you have the idea of the guiding star um keep faith with princes a lot of idea of like justice there i think always being on the course so this rune ultimately is about um justice and tear and doing the right thing and stuff like that and and that's super important because you're never going to be able to have um a real strong society without justice if we were all if we all just like descended into anarchy you're not you're not going to have a society you're not going to create the great things um, that we're capable of creating. So, like, just yesterday, and I don't know when this is going to be released. Oh, today. So, this should be recent news if you're listening to it um, when it comes out. I think it was just yesterday that we launched that SpaceX, SpaceX rocket, and it had the actual astronauts, and it went up to the ISS and dropped them off, and they made it there safely, which was super exciting. But, like, we we launched a rocket into space with people inside of it. That's a huge accomplishment. Like, we actually sent people to space. That's a huge accomplishment. We would never be able to do that without society. Like, there are a lot of problems with society. I'm not trying to say that society is perfect, and we should be more connected to nature than we are. So there's those two things. But that is not to say that I think we should just like abandon the society we've created and go out and live in the woods somewhere. I don't think that's the right answer because we really are capable of creating the great things that we've created because of society and because of structure. And I'm definitely not saying that society is just all of the time, or even most of the time, but there has to be some amount of justice in society for it to work properly. If you could just go around murdering people, for example, no one's going to create anything great in that society. They're going to be too scared and too busy just keeping themselves alive. So this whole idea that we need to have justice, I think, is is really true. We we need to have justice so that we can um so that we can create like cool stuff. Like rockets that send people to space. That's really cool and important. And that's kind of the first step that we do. Um I mean after we've made sure that we're gonna live first, right? You you can't really build a society until you're in a place that you've got your basics like food and water. But once we have that, the next the next one of these like really basic things is being able to create a stable society, which this is all about. And remember in the story where Tyr sacrificed his hand to the wolf, the wolf was very much a dangerous, chaotic being who who would sow chaos in the world. The gods and humans as well couldn't really have uh, they they couldn't really have a society because it was just too chaotic and too dangerous. The wolf could come and you know destroy them at any point in time. You need some amount of security to be able to um, you need some amount of security to be able to really start a society. And with the wolf, you want to be able to do that. So in that case, Tyr sacrificed his hand 
to give us that stability. And I, I think that can be seen as another metaphor for other people. There's people like soldiers or or police officers or whatever when they're when they're doing their jobs right are making society a safer place. Um, and but but they sacrifice their own safety. And, and and it's there's there's some examples where it's easier to see and some examples where it's not so easy to see or not even the case, but like some of the first examples of the Revolutionary War. I think the Revolutionary War is a really good one because it's pretty obvious that that's what led to America and it seemed like that was one of those wars that I think was a just war. Um, but you had a lot of people fighting on the front lines and dying and giving their lives. So they are sacrificing themselves to make the world a better place. And, you know, we came to America and we had that war because we wanted more freedoms that we weren't, that we weren't getting. So we wanted these extra freedoms and these extra, uh, well, yeah, these extra freedoms, which gave us extra abilities to grow and create more stuff that we wanted to. And I mean, uh, America has created a lot of stuff. So in that sense, it was kind of a success. I think that a lot of the freedoms that we got in that war have helped us to move forward, like progress further technologically and scientifically. I'm not saying the other countries are bad by any means. The other countries are good too. And they have also had, and that's something that like, it's important to remember, pretty much every country on the planet has gone, has undergone revolutions throughout their history to make their countries better. Obviously, I focus on the American Revolution because that happens to be where I live. But every other country out there has had their own revolutions and, and they have also fought to get certain rights that then make their countries better and gives them more freedom so that they can create cooler and better stuff. And that's why now we are like a spacefaring people. And if you had said that a hundred years ago, especially if it was in the Dark Ages, no one would have believed it. It would have seemed ludicrous that we could actually make it to outer space or the moon or send send um, probes to all the different all these different planets that we've done or rovers to Mars. All of this stuff would have been seen as absolutely ridiculous if you had mentioned it in the Dark Ages and impossible. So my point there is we've made a whole lot of progress in our existence as a species. So that's cool. But I, th I think that progress comes in large part from the sacrifices that people have made to give us more freedoms. Again, if you're in a country where, or if you're in a society where you don't know how long you're going to live, you know you could be murdered at any minute, or eaten by wild animals if you want to go back even further, if, if your safety isn't guaranteed, then I think there's a real big chance, or I think there's a I think it's unlikely that you're going to create great things. You know, if you're worried about dying any minute, you're not going to sit down and program some program. You're not going to sit down and make a rocket ship to get to the moon. You're not going to be worried about getting to the moon if you're not sure if you're going to live through the day. So the whole idea of, of tier is very important for like the base 
workings of society. You need some amount of justice. You need to know that if someone were to just murder you for no reason, that that person would be removed from society and they'd be punished in some way for what they did. That the state would, like the state in, as in society, would have your back and they'd get vengeance on you or however you want to view that, they would take that person out of society and put them in jail so they pay for their crimes, quote-unquote. Um, and exactly how that works, it might be different in different societies, you know. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of good debates, like, is the death penalty just or not? Because, okay, somebody killed you, so is it right for you to turn around and kill them back? I don't know. That's a question that is definitely worth asking. Um, what is justice? What counts as justice? Is the death penalty just, or should we put them in jail forever? That's another question. Or should we try to rehabilitate them, uh, but maybe keep them out of society at large because they're dangerous? That's another thing. So there's all these different questions of like, what is just? And I'm not going to tackle what is just in this podcast, but there's all these questions of what is just, but there is an underlying theme that there is justice and justice should be served. For the very, I mean, if you want to look at it the absolute simplest way, we can't have a society where people are going to kill us any second. So at the very least, we need to take them out of society and put them somewhere that they're not going to hurt the rest of us or we'll never be able to create the kind of things that we want to create. Um, I think most people look at justice and say that there's a moral aspect to it. And I'm one of those people. I think that, like, there is a right thing to do and a wrong thing to do. And I think if you do the wrong thing, you should be, you know, punished in some way. But you don't have to look at it that way. You could look at it very pragmatically and say... Well, look, we can't have a society where people are killing each other. We're not going to, no one's going to be happy. Just overall, everyone's going to be upset because we're all scared that we're going to die anymore. And from a very util utilitarian standpoint, we will have a worse society. So for that reason, I'm still going to do something that looks, that looks like justice and put these dangerous people in prison so they don't hurt other people. And you're still going to get the same thing. You're still going to get a society that runs better. So it, it the reason matters, like on a moral level, you should understand what your ethics are. So the reason matters. But regardless of what that reason is, you're going to have the same outcome. There are, my point is there's multiple, there's multiple reasons you might say that we need to have a just society. It, either because like you're taking the moral high ground and you're saying this is right and this is wrong, so I'm going to do it. Or because you understand that pragmatically you can't have dangerous people in society. And whichever, whichever way you go, you're going to have the same outcome that you end up having a society that has some sort of justice in it. And I also think that it's really interesting that you have the idea of the god of justice, Tyr, also being the god of the sword. Because ultimately, when it comes to justice, first of all, you have to find out what the right thing is to do. But then you have to enforce that. That's not one of these things where you can just say like, oh, well, you did something wrong, and, and, and leave it at that. 
especially as a society. As an individual, it's easier to get away with that. But as a society, you can't do that. You can't just be like, oh, well, you murdered that guy. You're a bad person. I'm not going to do anything about it, but you're a bad person, and I'm going to look down on you now. That's not enough. Well, you know, a lot of these other things, that is enough. You know, there's a lot of things where you can say like, well, well, you have a gambling problem. You shouldn't have a gambling problem. I'm glad I don't have such a problem. I'm going to watch your life fall apart. Is it compassionate? Probably not. But you can do it. And that person will destroy themselves. And that's very sad. But if you're heartless, I guess you don't care. But with justice, if somebody's going out murdering people, you somebody has to step in. Or they're just going to keep doing it, especially if you're talking like a serial killer. Um, I mean, really anything, but especially if you're talking about a serial killer. You can't let somebody just go around murdering people. You actually have to step in. You can't just take a moral high ground and, and still watch it happen. Um, and, you know, that's the other thing. Like, if somebody came up and threatened to kill your wife or kid or husband, and you were like, well, that would be wrong, but I'm not going to stop you... At that point, are you are you blameless? I I think that's really no. Nah, I mean, I mean that's I guess that's an ethical question. But if you have the ability to stop somebody from getting killed and and you don't, I don't, I'm not sure you're entirely without blame there. It seems like uh, obviously the person who did the killing has the most blame, right? They have obviously done something wrong. But I feel like, especially if it's your kid, like if you see somebody trying to kill your kid or your wife or something, and you just don't do anything, you just let it happen, I don't really think that's a moral thing either. I think that the just thing to do in that case is to do everything you can to save your kid. And I don't know how you go about that. That's up to you. I'd probably like, I don't know, grab my kid and run away. <sighs> Uh, whatever gives them the most chance for success is actually what I do. Whatever action was available to me, I'd be like, okay, which one's going to make make my family be safe? I'm going to do that one. Um, but my point here is that like justice is connected to the sword because it is an active thing. It's something that like for the right thing to happen, people have to go out there and make it happen. Which is sometimes why we have wars. I mean, wars are wrong more often than not, but I mean, there are, I, I think, and I think it's something that can certainly be argued, but I think there are certain situations where we should go to war. If people's rights really are being taken away, if our rights really are being taken away, we should defend those by going to war. So in that case, I think that the war is just. If we're going over there because we want to steal the resources, that's not a just war. We shouldn't have that war. We are in the wrong in that case. But if it's something like the American Revolution, where we said that we should have these rights, and then we fight for them, you know, that might be a situation where the war is actually just. But again, it's um, an active thing. And you know, you have people like uh, police officers. They are putting their life on the line, oftentimes, and, uh, to make the right thing happen. They're like, oh, well, this is somebody who's doing something illegal, somebody who's killing people, so I'm going to go stop them. And, I mean, that happens a lot of the time. And that's good, you know, they're doing the right thing. But it's, it's an active thing. 
when it comes to justice, you can't just sit by and hope it happens. You have to actively like participate and make sure that it actually does happen. Or for the rest of us, well, fortunately, the society that we live in now, all we really have to do is you know, pay our taxes, vote for the right people, stay politically involved, stuff like that, to make sure that justice happens. We don't have to actually go out there and avenge the death of innocents who were killed by crazy people. We made a police department to do that because it's just more efficient to do it that way. You know, there are, we pay our taxes and that money goes to the police department so that they can stop crazy people from killing each other. Uh, that's like how it's supposed to work. And when it does, that's great. Again, I'm not saying that every police department is perfect. I understand there's a lot of problems with particular police departments. There's a lot of problems just giving certain people power over other people. Because, right, police are going to have guns and regular people, well, he actually here, regular people can also have guns. But you have a certain amount, like, police officers have authority. Does that power ever go to their head? Do they ever become corrupt? And, yeah, on occasion, that's always going to happen. But overall, the idea of a police force is a good force. And I think that most police officers are good. But the idea of a police force is overall a good thing because then you have somebody to make sure that people are are not hurting each other, which is extremely important because that's the whole point of having a civil society, is having a society where we don't have to think about our safety all of the time and we can focus on other things like making rocket ships to go to space stations. And that's really cool. So anyway, I think I'm starting to get rambly, so I'm just going to go ahead and wind it up here. I think that... Justice is really important because justice lets us have the advanced society that we have, and this society has a lot of benefits. It has the idea that we understand the world better, our science is better, our technology is better, we're going out into space, we live longer, we have better nutrition. All of these things are because people can focus on things other than just their safety, and they're able to do that because you have people, because you have a just society, you, well, a fairly just society where people are not allowed to just go out and kill each other. We don't have anarchy, and I think it's really good that we don't have anarchy because it really lets us have like a strong society where we can focus on creating beyond ourselves instead of just surviving. And I think that's real important. And I also think it's always important to fight for that. Again, justice and Tyr is the god of justice and also the god of the sword, and there's a reason for that. We need to do the right thing, and we need to make sure that the right thing is done. It is an active thing where we actively have to go out and make sure that, you know, justice is being carried out. And the people who are carrying out justice, you know, I, th I think they deserve a lot of respect, and also we need to always watch them. There always has to be people watching them, making sure that um, they're not going too far one way or the other. But it's like the job of, of society in general, just to make sure that justice is done and to actively step in whenever we can to make sure that the right thing happens and that bad people aren't there, aren't out there hurting other people. So anyway, um, justice is good. 
and Tyr is a cool god, so I, I think I'm just pretty much going to leave it there, that justice is really important to have a strong society. So, I hope everybody got something out of that. Um, thank you for listening. Do keep in mind, if you want to check out my website, you can, and that's at www.hugenhoff.org. That's H-U-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. There you can subscribe to the RSS so you get the podcast every month. And if you had emails questions or feedback please feel free to email me at huganhoffpodcast at gmail.com thank you for listening and i will see everyone next month for hell <laughs>